So you know, it, we Star Wars fans love our love our sayings, and of course, the most recent and most popular one is, "This is the way." Um, actually, I just finished watching the season three uh, Mandalorian behind the scenes special on Disney Plus, the Disney Gallery episode. And, and it just reminded me how much this phrase has penetrated pop culture. This is the way has kind of become almost as trite in some ways as the may the force be with you that preceded it. Um, and I think that's really what inspired me and Stephen Kent to start this new podcast. Uh, hey guys, I'm. if you're not familiar with me, I'm Riley Blanton. Uh, I'm the founder and longtime host of the Star Wars Report podcast uh listen i've been podcasting for a long time i've i've since oh lord uh since 2010 so in the decade plus of geek podcasting particularly focused on star wars i was there every week covering the news commentary whatever the community was talking about and when it comes to star wars um, I, there we were talking about it on the Star Wars report. And, and then a little over a year ago, I quit. <laughs> I disappeared off the face of the internet, really. Um, and, and it was because I think for me, my, my love of the story of Star Wars, of the mythology that, that I fell in love with as a kid had, had really kind of died. And I, I, I talked a lot about that on the last episode, but but here's the deal. I've I've missed podcasting and I, and I've missed talking about Star Wars and not just not just the latest news of the week or whatever the latest uh, drama or controversy is resurfaced in a divided fandom, but when when Stephen Kent, uh, of course, longtime host of the Beltway Banthas podcast, um, he and I have been texting a while, and and when he said we need to do a show about Star Wars, but not about like. Star Wars news of the week, yet another Star Wars podcast. We need to to take the energy channeled from our disappointment as we ended Beltway Banthas and ended the Star Wars Report podcast and channel that in energy into creating something new, something that actually takes a deep look at the stories that inspire us, at the stories that define who we are, and talk about why that is and actually explore the deep-rooted philosophy that these stories, these mythologies actually delve into. So that's what Walk the Way is all about and that's the brand new podcast you're listening to right here on this impromptu intro recording that i'm doing just to make sure that we have our initial episode in the feed so uh here's what you got to do go ahead and uh <laughs> i don't know if you smash like buttons anymore I don't, that's not a thing you do with apple podcasts but if you're a podcast listener uh which you are if you're hearing the sound of this uh, make sure you subscribe to walk the way wherever you get your podcast and here, particularly on Apple podcasts, leave us a rating and review to kick off uh, the show and get us off to a good start as we journey back into the world of, of geek podcasting things that I never thought I might, <laughs> I thought I might never say again. So here we are. Uh, stay tuned after this initial opening segment, we're actually going to give you a taste of some of the additional types of content you can expect from walk the way. There's going to be audio from, uh, Steven's latest uh, Walk the Way video on our brand new uh, YouTube channel. It's actually recorded just as he got back from a uh, family trip to Iceland. And uh, it's all about how visiting Iceland made me a better dad. 
And I think it's a good example of the kind of things that we want to be able to talk about um, within the context of the geeky stories that we love. Uh, so without further ado, here's Stephen. I have four life lessons for you learned while vacationing in Iceland. We're not going to be talking here about saving money at restaurants or getting discounts on gas or why you should bring your own towel if you're staying at a hostel, which you should bring your own towel if you're staying at a hostel. But there is some advice here related to our favorite Icelandic towns and experiences. The first thing is that money is replaceable. Time with your family, your children is not. This will blow your mind. When your kids turn 18, you will have spent with them on average 95% of the time that you have with them in a shared physical space. See, I can be very miserly about money. Spending stresses me out even when I have saved for a trip. So when my daughter expressed a burning desire to go on a whale watching tour in northern Iceland, I noted that we were at the bottom of our budget. I saved about $2,200 for this trip in Iceland, but that afternoon my wife found a whale watching tour in the city of Akiari for about half of what I had found everywhere else, just about $250 for three of us. So after initially resisting, I said yes, and it's the best choice that I could have made easily. Debt is bad. Debt on credit cards is very bad and should be avoided. But you have to think bigger about these things. It is okay to go over your budget, but you have to know that you went over your budget and have thought through how you're going to pay for it. Log every receipt on your trip gas, food, tours, coffee. Don't be the dummy who is shocked that you blew through your budget. Know where you stand financially and then make decisions based on what is most important to you. My daughter is 12. She's becoming a young woman and every day she is on that emotional roller coaster. Each day when we wake up, we don't really know which side of her we're gonna get. Some days she is that seven, eight, nine-year-old at heart who gets excited about everything from blades of grass to rainbows to the sunshine and other days she's gloomy and short-tempered, like me. One or two years from now, that sweet little girl who even cares about seeing a whale is gonna show up less and less and less, which is okay. That's the way of life and we've all been there. So why then would I give up that beautiful experience of seeing whales and soaking up that smile of hers over $250? I can make that back in one day of freelance work. And I know that because I recently took the time to measure what my time is worth for freelance, and it's $105 per hour. 2.5 hours of work for any clients that I work with can pay that back before interest kicks in on what I paid on my credit card. So my point is, know where you stand, think through how you will pay for the things that you buy, and then measure what's important to you. Also, don't lose your travel credit card in a town whose name you can't pronounce like I did. One of my favorite passages in Seneca's letters from a Stoic is when he's writing to his friend Lucilius that in order to hold your spirit in check, you must first stop the runaway flight of your body. And boy, do you need to keep this in mind when you're on vacation anywhere. As we entered day three in Iceland, venturing from the southern town of Vík up towards Sædisfjordr, I started to feel smacked by exhaustion. Oh, and by the way, Sædisfjordr is the site of a really great scene in the Ben Stiller movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, where he reclaims control of his life by skateboarding down a hill into the town of Sædisfjordr, where we ended up staying. It's a must-watch movie and a much better snapshot of life in Iceland than Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, 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 ding dong! Yeah, yeah, ding dong! 
Before this trip, we talked about not wanting to make plans incessantly, and instead just wanting to be in Iceland, not tour Iceland. And then I remembered, we could cancel a hotel that we have booked two days from now, and instead just stay two nights and two days in this little town of Sædisfjör with 600 people, and it was freaking fantastic just to sit in the town a little bit longer, see how people move about their days, when do stores open, when do they close, and exist in the place like anybody else might. But the caveat to this is at the same time you should also train yourself to be able to find solace in any kind of environment, whether it be your regular life, traveling around on the road, or relaxing in a small town. So don't tie your sanity to visiting the sauna beneath the Hafalden Hostel in Sædisfjör. Five stars, by the way. Be the rock that the waves crash against. When we set off on this trip to Iceland, I had just finished time at a job that I really did not enjoy. So I went into this trip sort of thinking that this was all about me, that this adventure in a foreign country and traveling from town to town was going to sort of be about me getting recentered and refocused on this new chapter that I was about to begin. Go figure, we're all the hero of our own story. But that's not what I felt at all while we were there in Iceland. As we were driving through the country and moving through torrential rain and bitter cold and really powerful winds across volcanic landscapes and over glaciers and then suddenly into warm, bright, sunny days, I was hit by the feeling that this land of incredibly extreme conditions was telling me more about what was happening in the car than was happening in my life. I mentioned that my daughter is about to be a teenager with all the messiness that that involves. The feelings that she's starting to put out now of anger, sadness, bitterness, and extreme levels of joy, it's all really overwhelming at times, and I struggle to keep up. But here's the thing, I am moody too. One of my weaknesses is that I tend to reciprocate the vibes that I'm receiving from other people. So if she's going to be nasty, I can be nasty too. If she's going to be gloomy, I feel dragged towards being gloomy as well. I struggle to resist that emotional center of gravity, and I'm like this at times in my marriage too. One day we were down by a river in Sædisfjör at the base of a waterfall there, and I remembered a passage from Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. It just popped into my head. To be the rock that the waves crash against. And it reminded me that it is my duty to be the rock that my child's chaos cannot move. She's a kid. She's dealing with all sorts of things. And I remember what it's like. It's upsetting because at times you don't even recognize yourself at that age. You look in the mirror and you don't like what you see. You kind of feel like you're turning into a monster. A really good movie for this, by the way, is Pixar's Red. This trip was not about my career. The last thing that I learned in Iceland was actually relearning how to think about and talk about the potential for disappointment. When my family and I were leaving the town of Sædisfjörður, we were headed into the north country in the direction of Husavik, and this is where a lot of whale watching happens. So my daughter naturally started a discussion in the car on what are we going to do once we get to that part of the country. My response to the idea of doing whale watching was, well, we have no guarantees that we'll see whales. It would kind of be a bummer to be disappointed. So let's go see a lake or a hot spring or something where there are guarantees that we will get to actually experience that thing. One day later, I ended up getting talked into going on the whale watching tour by my wife. And as I was out on the water outside of Akieri on this tour, there was this magnificent rainbow touching the very end of the peninsula 
right on top of a house and then stretching out beyond the fjord onto another island. It was really, really stunning in the most cheesy way possible. And then it dawned on me that I had just given really dumb advice to my child the day before about how to deal with expectation setting and disappointment. You don't turn down once in a lifetime experiences because of the possibility of things not going the way that you would hope or because of the possibility of letdowns. You spend your life training yourself to always find the silver lining in any situation. You build up that muscle for positive perspective. Where would we be if we spent our entire lives rejecting whale watching tours, skiing trips, romance, dream jobs because of the possibility of a letdown? We would be hiding in bed doing nothing. Oh, and by the way, we saw like four whales, so there's that. Thanks for watching. My name is Stephen Kent. This is Walk the Way. Here we blend our love of pop culture, books, TV, film, comics with our appreciation for philosophy, faith, and ideas on living well. I would love if you would subscribe to the channel, like this video, leave a comment, and share with a friend. You can also join our community by going over to find me on Substack. This is the way.substack.com. Thanks for watching. This is the way.